back to a special edition of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're coming to you from the Wizards practice facility here in Washington, D.C. And our guest today needs no introduction. He was a Gatorade National High School Player of the Year coming out of Chaminade College Preparatory School mm -hmm. in St. Louis. After a brief pit stop at the University of Florida, he was a third overall draft pick by the Wizards in 2012 three-time All-Star and possessor of one of the wettest jumpers in the game. I'm going to say maybe historically, too, because that thing is smooth. We got the real deal Bradley Beal here with oh, us. Man. What's going on? Appreciate it, fam. Appreciate y'all having me. Yes, okay. yes, yes, sir. Ten, it's been 10 years. It's been 10. It's been, it's been 10 been, years been already. 10. Like that. Yes. Goes by fast. It go by fast. <laughs> it go by real fast. So we're just going to get right to it. We got Prime Bill versus Prime Gill. Y'all had to match up against each other. <laughs> Who's winning that matchup? Straight. The, the, listen, the way he the way he plays, oh my God, that that left forearm, I couldn't handle that. I, I couldn't handle that. You know what's crazy? I always admired your between. It's like a step back, but it's a like a bump off. Mm -hmm. And your quick ass release. It's one of the quickest releases in the game. Like, and then you were strong up top. You're like an up top shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up top cash money and your range you you had more range a little bit than that you shoot deeper threes you shot way more <laughs> deeper threes than i probably ever shot in my career I'll give you that for sure it was it was all wrist so um i was a wrist shooter mm. so everything i did like i used to like playing beans okay. i used to play in beans and then hands. everything yeah everything mm. was all wrist because uh someone taught me dave hopla yeah uh, shooting coach yeah he taught me <laughs> when i was younger that you know, uh, you'll lose your legs in the fourth quarter doing all this. So become a wrist shooter. So you didn't have to worry about, worry about fatigue. Work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom started. I, I wouldn't want to guard him. I want to guard the point guard. I, 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 I got 22. I got Morris. <laughs> I, got, I, I guard him. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll play him one on one. <laughs> so Brad already said what, what he likes about your game. But obviously, you had a, a course I see. Yo, your game is so smooth, yeah. man. Like, it's, it's smooth. Like, I was looking up. And it was like the way you play. You pass the ball way more than I would have thought about <laughs> passing that. Like your unselfishness is crazy. Like you, you was you trust him way more than I would have. I might be going to lie. The, that last pass to Kuzma, nah. Like if you if you look at the uh, when I when I did the turnaround, yeah, Karan wide open. Yeah. <laughs> Karan wide open. Nah, I'm not giving you that ball, man. You ain't gonna be the hero here. <laughs> like, it's but, so crazy. Crazy because the last two years I've had to transition my game to be more of a facilitator. And mm -hmm. it's been an adjustment. Like, because you know, I'm I have a, I'm a scorer. That's, mm -hmm. I get paid to score. I'm, my job <laughs> is to move the scoreboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm told to do, right? So it's been a big adjustment for me the last two years of just really understanding and learning how to trust your teammates. Like, it go, a, it go a big way. Trust and believe. I wanted to shoot that ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to shoot it, but I'm looking. I'm like, this is just a crazy shot for me to take in the zone. Kuz is wide ass open. I know Kuz, he going to shoot it. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to throw it to anybody, yeah. if I'm going to throw it to anybody, I'm going to throw it to him because I know he at least going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel you 100%. I, I do. I'm one of them shots. That's the, you know, shots that's the, the what's funny, that's the frustrating part of sometimes when you're, when you're used to just attacking, attacking and trying to, dial it back like I remember uh, it was on purpose they were saying I was shooting too much 
Yeah. Oh, I had to go through it. I know you've went through it before. This, yeah. I heard this story. And I was like, oh, I'm shooting too much? Oh, that's what we're doing here? I don't need to shoot no more. Let's Won't see. shoot a ball. I ain't, shoot, I ain't shoot shooting nothing. So let's see how y'all, how y'all play. You know what I mean? It was one of those. Yeah. And um, just trying to do that was irritating. Mm-hmm. Just passing, just like, who does this? <laughs> who just does this? Like, so I respect, you know, guys who think team first because I was always taught, like, go do go. it. Do not wait. Ain't waiting on nobody. <laughs> That's there. Yeah. So like watching last night, I'm like, man, he really, he really trusts these guys. You know what I mean? And and um, they trust you. It's like you can see like towards the fourth quarter, you know, it's like, all right, where you at? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so it's like uh, it was it was amazing to watch. That's dope, man. I so appreciate um, that. We're here at the Wizards practice facility. Gil, you didn't have this. No, coming man. up, you didn't have this for the early part of your I was career. About to say, this is new to me too. Like, this. <laughs> How has this, this impacted your routine? Because we were at the uh, the arena; they had the practice court there. That's where you used to get a lot of your work in. It's a little bit tougher to get it on the court with all the stuff going on pregame. Cheerleaders, you know, twenty guys trying to shoot and all that stuff. So man. you know, how, how, actually, be him because he had to go through both. So what what does your yeah, routine that's, that's change? True. It is totally. This is way, way. This makes life so much easier over here. Right. Over there is so congested. We had one court. Like you said, we had to share with the cheerleading team, the women's team, the G when we had one, we yeah. first started yeah. one. But this creates a whole new regime of just space, opportunity, and time, right? So you're not rushed and pressed to get your work done, bumping mm-hmm. that small ass weight room we got over there. Yeah. Like everything was cluttered but now and another thing is free agency right when everybody else had a practice facility yep. when i first came into the league or they were building one or in the process of mm-hmm. getting one and so that was tough and that's we lost a lot of like yeah. guys because they're like oh you guys don't have a chef you don't have a practice facility you don't have a this then the third so we like no we gotta have these things and it's been it, bro it makes life so much easier accessible and it's it's been light years better than what I had coming into the league, so and it's, right. it's been crazy to see the transition. Like, yeah, imagine what you had. Imagine what I yeah, had. I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> like, because we renovated the first year I got there, like the locker room, the new lockers, floor, mm-hmm. the bathroom. Yeah, everything was renovated. So I can only imagine. We so what it was like when you was there. When I when I when bad. I came here. With their, you know, there's no chefs, there's none of that. Mm-mm. There's players lounge, none of that. No, oh my God. No, I had to, we had to create that. Like I had to tell Mr. Poland, hey, if you want the players to stay here longer, because you know, before everyone just came to the gym, as soon as practice over, they got out. Got so I'm like, if you want players to stay here, you need to build them. Because your vision is better than what we got at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the mansion, but we got one or two rooms done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when you're a rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so he was like, uh, so we put the players lounge in and then like, I remember going to Cleveland. They had food for us. Like, after Cleveland, the game, I'm like, this is for us? Yeah. Bronny gave us this? Man. We, so, so that was the first person that gave the, the opponent food. That yeah. wasn't a thing. That wow. was not a thing. Wow. Like, uh, Sacramento, every locker yeah. room bakers looked like that. Oh, every, back in, oh, yes, oh my every, God. So there was no food for the other team. They put us in hockey, uh, hockey places. Mm-hmm. S- smelled really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we only had a trainer, our, our main trainer, and then an assistant. 
So everybody's clustered. Everybody's sitting there trying to fight. Yeah, so I, I was looking yeah. at the bit. I was like, who's the coaches? There's like the front rows of coaches and the back rows of coaches. I'm like, y'all have 10 coaches? What do they do? What do they do? <laughs> like, man, that sounded so exciting. I had to hire a kid named Garrett out of high school. I had to hire him to be my shooting rebounding coach. That's crazy. 2005, six. I had a high school kid waking up at two, three in the morning to come rebound. I remember those videos. You say you used to get up in the morning and drive. drive a to kid, because we didn't have it. There was no player development. Were you just calling his crib? That's like, crazy. yo, pull up. You got to pull up right pull now. Up? Yeah, I'm like, yo. Hey, he was like, well, I got to go to school. You'll be all right. He'll come. <laughs> he'll come, and then he'll sleep, and then go to school from there. Our player development coach was an ex-player who just hung with the coaches right. and then yeah, hung, that, right, hung right. with us at the club. <laughs> <laughs> he was so that he was on train was not training nobody, yeah, man. Still, yeah, he's he was, still living, he's still hanging on to the player. Uh, Grant, uh, Grant from uh, Portland. Yeah, yeah his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey just came in there, just hung out, man. He wasn't, he wasn't developing nobody. Harvey Grant was <laughs> Harvey Grant <laughs> catches slander <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> But that's what's funny. Like, it was like, you know, you guys, like, players really, like, these guys are really developing. And I'm like, where was this sort of <laughs> like, like your son. Yeah. Right? Did, yeah, you did. didn't have all that in high school. You didn't have all that in, <laughs> in college. You yeah. didn't have all that when you first got to the league. It's like, these kids have that now. Yes. And that is, that is so crazy to see now and seeing the transition of these young kids. It is. Is, is it easier to get better, though? Or is it more like when you have everything, you take take it for granted? It's easier to get better, but you you do reach a limit to where now, to at least in my point in my career, it's like okay, what where can I tap? What can I tap into now? Mm -hmm. So like for me, it's just trying to figure out what is that next level for me to get to? What is that next level of sustainability of high play that I can get to? But. I feel like in terms of learning the game, the, learning the game is a lot easier now than it was when I first came in. Because the game is transition. It's, it's a guard's game now. When I first came in, we had two bigs. Yeah. Throw that joint in there. Throw that joint in there. Nene, Okafor, <laughs> yeah, Gortat. Yeah. Throw it in there. And we playing off of that split action. Like, now it's big fella. <laughs> come set the screen. Uh-uh, come set it again. Like, and it's... That so. was my office. Come set the screen. <laughs> Come set it again. Brittany, you ain't getting that ball. Come on, set it again. <laughs> but the game is transition, so I would say it is it is easier to get to get to get better and learn the game. Yeah. So you mentioned getting to that next level. Mm -hmm. For you, what do you feel like that next level is for your game? Because I mean, I'm watching you, and I I feel like shit. You know, <laughs> what, what other level can you get to? But and that's what's that's the toughest thing, right? About you know, what separates you from being good and trying to be great, right, is can you sustain that that same level of play, that consistent dominant play for a long period of time? Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of it. But I don't think there's other aspects of my game that I still can get better at. Like, my, I need to shoot more threes. I do not shoot enough threes. <laughs> and I know that, and I keep telling myself that, right? But shooting deeper threes, mm -hmm. that's another thing. Posting up more, using my big body, like, there's a lot that I can tap into that I haven't necessarily perfected or that I would say I'm really good at. So there's still some some levels in there. It's just I got to mentally kind of say F it and just go do it. What's so funny is that the zone, I remember when they put this, because they put the zone in when I came into the league and they tried to use it 
And what we did is everyone just shifted their offense towards towards the weakest defender. Mm -hmm. So every play we ran was on one side, mm -hmm. and we just worked that one side and embarrassed that person, and then they had to go back to man. Like when they came in, they were still trying to do college press. Uh, yeah, they, no, it was no, no. like second unit. Second unit. That's all they did was pick up full court press. Oh yeah, no, no. it was it was one of those. You'll, you'll catch them sometimes. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had that one annoying that. player. You got two of them coming in. Um, but you know, with consistency, the thing I found out is no one respects it. Hmm. Like a, a a a person that is very consistent in his craft, people will be like, oh, that, he's he's doing what he does. Right. He's doing what he does. Right. You know what I mean? You like you you sitting here just being. So you made the All Star year, averaging this. Very next year, same thing. They were like, ah, hey, he's he's, mm -hmm. he's he's doing what he does. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm doing, right? Right. right. And that, and that's the that's the weirdest thing of just about sports and life. It's like the people who are the most consistent really get get cheated out of awards because of that consistency. Yeah, and step further, they make it. They make it seem like what we're doing is normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dude's going to score 50, 60, 40, averaging 34 a year. That's not normal. Yeah. That's not easy to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Because you make it look easy. That's the problem. Yeah. Right? Because so they're like, they look easy. at the box score. Oh, damn, he had 30 again. He had 30 again. He had 30 again. Yeah. Yeah. Not knowing I got to run around <laughs> 5,000 screens. I'm getting bumped a million times in a game, fall 15 times, and then got to do it again in 24 hours. Like, that is tough, and it is not. And you're because playing against people, pros. Everybody's a pro. Yeah. Everybody's here for a reason. But the people who's judging, it's never been. They've never in their life. They've never even did it. So when they're looking at someone, just 30, 30, 30. I'm bored of this. Can we? It's like they want you to have like 10 30s, a 12, so they can talk about the 12 to go back to 30. So like, yeah, there he goes. It's like, wait, that's not. That's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it that's works. Not how it works. So you just said everybody's here for a reason. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. You re-up with the Wizards on a five-year contract this offseason. Uh, you even added a no-trade clause to the contract, which I thought was very interesting. So I just wonder why was it important for you to not run from the grind and stay here with the Wizards and really try to, you know, get this franchise to where you believe it can be? One, you don't – not everybody gives you – I won't say control, but not everybody gives you a voice in the organization. I have a voice here, right? Um, I never had a chance to fully play a year with KP that enticed me. I never, he's probably the best big I've played with. Okay. Um, I like Kuz's ability to be able to spread his wings a little bit more, develop into the player that we think he can be. And then I think I like the young core that we were developing. Like Rui's really good, had an awesome summer. Denny's just going to continue to get better. And then Corey's a knockdown shooter who's who's a pro's pro. We still need to get better. I'm not sitting there saying, oh, we're going to hold up the Larry. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to beat Milwaukee tomorrow. No, we like, but to have the pieces we have, we have enough to know that we can compete on a nightly basis with no BS, right? We know that we got a job. Everybody's able to be a star in their role and we can go do that. On the flip side of it, the business side of it, there were no teams in the market. <laughs> oh, wow. Just free agency wise, mm -hmm. just being frank. Right, there were no, there was nowhere else for me to go, right? <laughs> Where I can, like, oh, I can go win, right? It'd have been, it was teams that strategically wasn't, wasn't what I wanted, right? Uh, so it just, realistically, I won't say my hand was forced, but it, like, this is, this was my best decision, best option on the table at the time, so. 
I mean, you say that we see, you know, Lakers Nation, they, they photoshopping you in Lakers jerseys. <laughs> it's nonstop. Her, 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 you know, you see all that stuff. Does it make you laugh? Like, what, what, what do you think when you, when you see I all enjoy these teams? It. I enjoy it. I embrace it all, you know, because it, it makes you feel loved and wanted mm-hmm. and appreciated. It means, you know, people see your game and recognize you and what you do. So I love it. I always embrace it. I don't shy away from it. Uh, but it is... It do. It makes people worry, though. <laughs> I'm I sure like here, the fact yeah, it keeps I'm them sure on their toes, though. I like it. But you got to. You do got to remember, like, there's organizations that have players that they don't care what trades are being at. There's like he ain't going nowhere. Like I talked to Tommy. <laughs> I talked to Tommy. I was like, how you feel about Bill? He ain't going nowhere. I'm saying like, whatever he wants. <laughs> he wants the building. He wants the. He wants the he team. Yeah, he, <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. We're not losing Bill. He tell me that every day. <laughs> We're not losing Bill. He tell me that every single day. I don't give a damn what's going on. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't moving you. Right. <laughs> but that's, you know, but, you, you know, that's, trust me, when you when you hear that kind of confidence in an organization, exactly. it makes you feel some type, it makes you feel relieved that, you yeah. know, you your your hard work is being noticed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when, you know, upstairs are saying, listen, I don't care what the hell they talk about, it. Right. you're not going anywhere. Right. That, that, that relieves a lot of stress. Because yeah. when people talk about money, like, listen, once you sign the first bag, Everything after that is really meaningless, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just being like, where's the stress-free free environment? Like, right. When you say stress-free, remember you got the outside world, you got mm-hmm. you got your family, you got your teammates, you got the media. So whoever can condense that mm-hmm. and make life, I can just think about basketball. Yeah. That's where, that's where I want to be. So when we look at this Wizards team, you guys haven't won a playoff series since 2017. Mm -hmm. But like you mentioned, you got this roster now. Kuz, you got Porzingis, you got like the young core, a lot of young guys out here doing it. So where does this roster rank rank for you in terms of just your time here with the Wizards? Oh, I would say it's similar to my 2017 team. Okay. Talent-wise, just in the depth that we have. Like, we got a team full of threes and fours. Like, we got Mm -hmm. a lot of wings, right? Um, we're we're small at the point guard position, like depth-wise, the lines out. Um, but for the most part, like the ability to have the versatility at wings, like we we had that in 2017. So I would say, I feel like that year was probably our best team. This team is like right there with it, competitive-wise. Obviously, we don't have John, but yeah, competitive-wise, I, I, I was surprised. It's, like last night, first half, y'all wasn't switching more because y'all was all everyone was big, and I'm like switch, switch. That's a that's easy switch. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that was what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, all they're doing just picking and dipping. Switch it. Like what do we just switch it? Everyone's just, the same size. Just, 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 <laughs> that was my only thing yesterday. I'm like, am I it. tripping? I had to stand up a little bit. Not in the same size. Switch all that. That's yeah. That's and easy. that's what helps us. Mm-hmm. But we that's what that's the level that we got to tap into to understand in order for us to be a great team. Defensively, we got to be on be on. on key with that. Like that's that's automatic. Yeah. We the same size. You see my man coming to you, switch it. Like yeah. it, that's that's automatic. And that's how the game is today. It's the transition of the game. Like that's on the flip side on offense. That's what teams do to us. And that's kind of where we get stagnant. Mm-hmm. And they force us into bad shots. So that switches when, that, when it's aggressive it. and done right. It can it can be impactful. Because it's like when you have the big man. Was it the unicorn? That's what his nickname was. I, I, it's like you, they want to play him like a big when you don't have to. He still can move. You know, he, give him space, let him shoot, challenge late, but switch it because you're letting this guy dip. He's going to hang back like a big man. And then that in-between game, they're going to kill you every single time. Like, like, you know, because that's what I did. 
You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, do the pick and roll. Oh, you're going to keep falling back? All right, all right. And then I'm, you I'm, know. I'm at the basket. And then you keep, well, as soon as you stop, you know, so it puts so much pressure. That that's, switch it, now that guard has to now back up. Now you can scramble again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just like little things like I'm like, oh, man, they, Y'all just giving them easy points. That's Might need you on staff. It's about time, bro. Y'all got like 52 people. I'm like, damn. 50, 53. Yeah, come on. number 53. So, Brad, how, how would you define success for the Wizards this season? Mm. Great question, man. Obviously, everybody wants to make the playoffs. So I would say make the playoffs, but we got we to gotta win a series and move on. Like, I want to make a deep run in the playoffs. I want to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's my goal. Will we do it? Same question, but obviously put ourselves up in position to make the playoffs hopefully have home court be that type of team but the east is tough this year so we got we got our work cut out every single night we got to make sure that we locked and we're ready to go because they they lacing them and they ready to go in the east it is tough you have to put that rule in man listen sometimes (laughs) sometimes you gotta i'll say i used to go in the locker room like listen i get here at eight o'clock if you get in here after me, passing is not really my thing. Like you have to, <laughs> listen, I put up a thousand shots, man. I put up a thousand shots today. If you taking two hundred, me passing to you in a game is a bad position for us. All right. So hey, if y'all want the ball for me, y'all gotta outwork me. And that was that was my thing, like. I want. I need to see your work. They're telling me. Listen. They're telling me to trust you. Trust you, but I, I need, need to see to it. See it. <laughs> I need to I have physically see. I trust my eyes more than they hundred percent. You wide open in the corner. You for a reason. <laughs> you ain't shooting your jumpers, and they know that. And I'm not even going to even waste my time throwing the ball over there, man. But that's you know that's. But that's that's how I played. So it's like, yo, Karan, oh, you want the ball? I need God. to see it. So Karan's like, I'm gonna take the challenge. So Karan coming into the gym because Karan came off the bench. Karan was coming off the bench. He was a six man, mm. and you know, and he used to be like, yo, I need the ball coming off the six. Because was L starting? Was L still here? No, Larry was gone. So Larry left free agency, um, which was I, I had to tell him the story because he didn't know what happened. So um, what what happened in Golden State when? Um, uh, he got hurt. They gave me the position, and then, you know, messed his contract up. So he came to Washington. So he was a free agent, and Mr. Poland said uh, he was doing triple pie bass uh, mm-hmm. heart, uh, heart surgery, and he was like, "Whatever we do, sign Larry Hughes back. Sign Larry Hughes back." Went, went down, and they botched it because mm. they thought they could negotiate with Larry. And Larry's like, man, this is what happened last time. I'm not negotiating. Whoever whoever says the number I want to hear, I'm gone. Cleveland said it, and he gone. bounced, didn't even think. So when Mr. Poland woke up, first thing he asked, did we sign Larry back? And they told him no. Oh, he broke down crying right God. there. That's all he cared about was signing Larry oh, Hughes back. You know, so it was it was one of those things where Larry was at the mind. He went to free agency. I'm not negotiating. And they didn't know that. So when I told Larry, you know, Mr. Poland cried everything. He was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he, didn't know what, he didn't know what happened. So, yeah, so when we got Karan, it was on 2005 after we made the playoffs. And then Karan came in. Jarvis Hayes was the what's in name. I used to tell him, man, listen, I'm, you ain't getting the ball from me if I don't see you working. I don't care what the play, I don't care what plays they call. Like I know all the alternate plays. I know how to botch the play. I know all that. So how do you start hooping like that? So Karan, listen. So Karan, Karan was in this gym, 
all day, every day, trying to get that respect. And then what ended up happening is his game turned over so fast that he was a starter. Mm -hmm. It was like two, three weeks into the season, okay. starting. And then from there, like we just created that that monster. Mm -hmm. And and I, I was telling him, I'm not I'm not passing y'all the ball if y'all ain't working. I'm sorry. That's if we real, in practice, that's real. if we in practice, that's and y'all just hurry up and go home. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I hate that. Right, oh right. my god. <laughs> we, it's one of them times, huh? Right? Especially right. if we if I'm playing 40 minutes a night, and I'm still last one of the you what? Yeah. I bet not see you be lining to the locker room. See, people don't, here. That's a, the media mm -hmm. don't understand that. The fans no. don't, un, they don't understand that part of the game. Like, you're telling me trust my teammates, but you're not here with me. You don't see what I see. You're not. You're not here. Drunk nights. We sitting here. We got a game. It's, he. He's smelling like booze that shoot around. And you want me to pass it there? You crazy? Yeah. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? I'm not passing this man yeah. ball at all. Yeah. But, you know, but that's that's but that's how you 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 get your teammates. Like, we we expect for some reason that we're gonna get some outside help. I learned that early. Free agent, you you can't expect free agents to come to your city mm -hmm. because there's too much money staying home. Mm -hmm. So, I, mm -hmm. me us getting this magical trade, that's that that don't happen. That don't happen. Like you know when you got a, when you got a Russ, stuff like that don't happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So when it does, so it's like you know here, let's build our players to be better. Mm -hmm. Let's build this build this guy. Listen, I need you to be an all star within the next two years. Yeah. This is your game plan. Yeah. That's how everyone should yeah. be talking. Y'all yeah. all want to be max players? Then train like max players. Man, that's that's what I try to tell them. I'm in a locker room. I got four contracts, fellas. Yeah. yeah. They don't. Four. Four. God. Like, I'm solid. I'm trying to get y'all to get one of these maxes, like, cause we are. Yeah. They out here. Yeah, they out. They out here. So, go and get you one, but you gotta. You don't put in the work. You ain't. Listen, yeah, they didn't. You'll be. You'll be surprised. You. People be surprised, man. That. They'll be surprised that everybody. Everybody, when they make it, they just, oh, I made it, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I a lot of complacency that yeah, come with it. I made it, yeah, and it's the NBA. And you be like. Three oh. years, lifespan. Yeah. Yo, put, listen, we, we don't got nothing, we don't have nothing to do. This is it. We can, we can sit in here, all, we have free access all day to the gym. Get in this. Get this in this. open 24 hours. Man. 24 no hours. Excuse, no excuse. But, you know. There's a reason there's superstars and all-stars yeah. and then everybody else. Yeah. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So I want to talk about you and Jason Tatum a little bit. Obviously, both from St. Louis, both mm -hmm. went to the same high school, yeah. like his big bro. And now as you're talking to guys, you talk about free agents, recruiting, all that kind of good stuff. Y'all ever on the phone with each other just talking about what it would be like to play with each other? All the time. All the mm -hmm. time. <laughs> All the time. And is he, is he telling you, well, shit, come to Boston. Are you Both sides. It's like, oh, you want to come up here? Nah, you trying to come down here? What you doing? It's, it's nonstop. And it was crazy because we almost had an opportunity to do it with USA last summer um, for the Olympics. 
but then I got COVID and couldn't make the team. So that would have been our first time actually playing on the same team. We don't play on the same team and pick up games and none mm -hmm. of that. So this has been the first time, but we talk about it so all the time, all the time. Like, that's my number one. Go get him. Yeah. Go get him. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. B, go get him. I'm telling you, Jay Tatum is, that dude is special, man. I've seen it since he was yay high. Yay high. And it's amazing to see his journey, man. And from being around Larry when he was mm -hmm. little, Abe and all them, yeah. and now he his own grown man like this it's so ironic to see but i couldn't be more proud of anybody man and what do you just like about I me mean, seeing his growth and development in this league and him actually now getting into that superstar role being two games away from winning the championship and really embracing that that challenge now my biggest thing with jay is just his mentality once he got the instinct that he's the best player on the floor every single night that he's the best player in the league I think that's the Jay we starting to see this year. Mm -hmm. That's the step. Like he's, he's, it's not even his game. His game is the same. His game is always going to be what it is. He's up here saying nobody out here can stop me. Nobody's better than me, and he's channeling that every single night. And that's all he's been missing is that. And none of them, nobody else can give that to him. Like he got to decide that for himself. Okay, no, this is me. This is my lead, and I got to take it over because. It ain't just gonna be handed to you. Yep. There's some young, hungry cats out here that's. <laughs> People don't understand that when you get to a certain level, it's 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 just the mindset. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it's like when someone says, "Oh my God, what what changed in his game mentality?" Now he actually there's something that happened on the court. Something happened that he now believes he's unstoppable, mm -hmm. and now he's going into the game actually thinking he's unstoppable, and this is the results of it. I remember I remember that 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 when you got snubbed. Mm -hmm. You got snubbed, <laughs> and then you went on demon time, and I said that Whole that snub right there changed the year. <laughs> that, no. that sub that snub no. right there changed who you were mentally because now you're fighting. You're fighting with a whole different mentality. This is beast, beast mode. Mm, it was <laughs> that joint turned man. That joint turned me up. I'm not gonna lie to you, because you don't work for accolades, but you want to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. And then when they don't come, when you feel like they should naturally be yeah, giving yeah. to you, you be like, okay, y'all really playing with me now. Like, y'all really, y'all really playing with me. And then to go on the run, I went on that, that second half of the year. Like you said, it was like, I really went to that summer and I asked my trainer, I asked Drew Hanlon, I said, you think I average 38 in the league? Mm -hmm. No bullshit. I remember this like it was yesterday. We had the conversation. So do you think we can I can average 30? Looked at my numbers. He was like, I don't see why not. Just a few more shots, free throw line, da da da. Then I cracked the code. I said, 30, 40, 30, 40, 30, 30. I said, I can do this. I can do this. And it was what helped me is that second half of the year, I didn't have John. So I got to play a little bit more free, a little bit more space. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I started getting double teamed. I started facing stuff I've never seen before. And so that was another challenge for me. It's like, oh, okay, like this is a, this is a new game. <laughs> yeah, it's a new like, game. They ain't finna just let you go out here and just go get it, right? And so that was another step up in the game is, okay, you can do this on a nightly, 
but it ain't gonna be easy, mm -hmm. you know. So what are what are your ways of manipulating the game, right? Of to where the defense has to adjust to you, mm -hmm. right? Be a game changer in that yeah. way. And I, once I figured it out, it was curtains. <laughs> it's it's curtains. Once you crack the code, once you crack the code, is I don't want to say it's easy and disrespectfully, but it's it's easy. It really is. Oh, it you, really is. When 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 they used to double, I because you know we all hate doubles, right? Oh, I just talked to the player who's guarding me. Damn, you that weak? Were you just double? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I don't even know why they pay you then if you need a double to play defense. Man. Do what of that? They be calling off the, I don't need to double. All right. I mix them. <laughs> I use it all the time. Oh, this man need a double, man. Oh, you weak. I don't even know why you're in the NBA. You need double teams now. I, I, I say, listen, I'll say whatever I got to say to get out of a double team. No, oh my God. Uh, I would use that one. I need that. <laughs> yeah, I need that. that. Because no, you, know, you know it's all about ego, man. Yeah, you oh, mess with 100%. a man's ego. Oh, you need a double? I am. That's, that's what you like. That's good. That's I don't need a double to guard you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking earlier, Gil. You talking about, about the more of a wrist shooter. You know, you talking about, about your form. I just want to know how integral was your mom. And, you know, I've seen the stories about her getting you on the mini hoop yeah. at, at a young... But, but how hard was she on you, even at a young age, just to get you right and get you to where you needed to be? Man, if I show you my phone right now, she'd probably cuss me out. <laughs> I was five for nine last night, but she mad about something. She mad about the four you missed Yeah, then. like, you know, so... <laughs> she always taught me at a young age, man, having my mechanics and perfecting it every single day. Brad, when you're not doing it, somebody else doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, that was pounded into my heart every single day, right? Like having that drill, drill sergeant mentality <laughs> of my mom like that, she is the best coach I've had. Like she literally put the ball in my hand, teaches me how to shoot, hand placement, all that still to this day. And to have that accountability from her, you don't understand it when you're young. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I said, you, you knew, right? Mm -hmm. She knew. Uh, but all the credit go to her, man, and I still have the same routine, same mechanics to this day. Uh, but yeah, she's still on my ass about it. That's that's. Is she, no is she doubt. a good shooter? I mean, or she? She just, can shoot it. See, that's see, that's the other thing, yeah. right? So you you be questioning your fam and who yeah, teaching you? That's what I'm doing. You talking all this noise? Was you nice like that? Like, but nice she can like she can shoot. She can shoot. Okay, let me shoot. see your shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, that's like barely like, get it up there, but nah, she 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 knew everything, man. She studied. She studied everybody, Kobe, Mike, mm -hmm. footwork. Like that was, she would sit me down and watch this. So Ray I was gonna Allen. say, like everybody, like everybody got, you know, that's, that's like- That's jump shot, that's it's Ray, Ray Allen. It was yeah. Ray Allen. She, look at how big his calves are. Yeah. So she made me do, I'm running heels, I'm calf raises, everything. Just <laughs> like Ray Allen, like huh? that was, that was that's who she exactly wanted me to be. That's exactly what reminds me of Ray's. That's who she wanted me to be. So, yeah. Courtney Alexander. Mm. Oh, you remember him? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Bucket getter. I was going to say, but you know, like sometimes, you know, it's like getting financial advice from a broke person or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, wait, I, you ain't good with your money. Why well, I'm going to listen? Why well, I'm going to get some advice? I want to listen. What'd you say? Uh, I, I, oh, you <laughs> me for the other end. Like, they say do this, I'm going to do that because, you know, oh, so I had to know. You know, I had to know for sure. But, you know, you're a self-described nerd geek. I've heard you throw that term yeah. around. And, and how, how much was that just kind of your parents being on you and making sure you Obviously, got the the basketball side, but the the academic side as well. Well, my mom was a school teacher for one, so okay, that's so I that's know. where that all my that came. My mom is too, so right, I already know. So that's where that came from. If you ain't if you ain't, ain't just going to school, if you don't get good grades, I'm talking B's, 
no lord in the bee. She's not entertaining sports at all, mm-hmm. right? And so that was always at the forefront of the household. You know, I have four brothers, five boys in total, and so you can imagine what the household is like: two older, two younger. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was easy to kind of gravitate into what my life would be. We all four of my brothers, big linemen, play football. Yeah. They're all big as hell, <laughs> right? And so, granted, football is is like in our blood. I love football to, still to this day. Like that's probably my favorite sport. My mom and I had an agreement my freshman year. So my two older brothers went to college to play football. Yeah. She says, whoever recruits you first, that's what we stand with. So I said, all right. I'm playing football my freshman year. Season ends. Go to the team camp at KU. I averaged 25 as a freshman. Coach, just throw me in, throw me on varsity, just bring me, just throw me in the fire. Mm. Average 25 a game. I get home, Bill Self called me, yeah, I'm offering you a scholarship. <laughs> Almost committed on the spot. Yeah. Like, Damn, this Bill Self, oh, I'm about to go. Four hours away from the crib. And my mom told me right there, nope, that's it. Football done. You, you forget <laughs> about that. All right, football, the dream, them dreams is over with. <laughs> so she was geeked because this was her chance of getting one of her babies to pursue what she wanted. Like right? she was a football, she was a basketball person. My dad was a football. So once she once she did that, it was constant gym work. I will I, I still remember to this day I had 35 in the high school game. I felt like I played one of the best games I ever played. She took my ass right to the gym after that game. Said, nah, I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, damn, that's 35, five and mm-hmm. eight, that ain't good enough. She said, no, you missed such and such free throws, three layups, da, 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 da. ain't good enough. I said, okay. Then I realized my sophomore, junior year, what she was doing. And I said, okay, yeah. Like this is this is what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to be doing. Well, shit, it got you and it got national me, player of the year, so and, and keeps you from complacent. It got me. It got me places. One, it kept me from being complacent, and it got me to achieve and reach goals that I never thought I could reach and accomplish. Being a kid from St. Louis, everybody's from the hood. Everybody's from some neck of the woods. You don't think you're gonna make it out the way you think you're gonna make it out mm-hmm. until you really see it happening, like in front of you. But to be told that at a young age when you can't see it, like you mm-hmm. can't see it, mm-hmm. like it's like, damn, okay, well, I believe moms, but then when you start hearing it from other people, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. damn, like, yo, you really got a chance, like you can do it. Like it just, it like goes all the way back full circle to her. It's like, damn, like I appreciate everything you've done. You believed in me. And it motivates me to just continue to do the same for my young ones, mm-hmm. like, shit. Mom, take them. Show them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Build two more. Build Listen, two more. More to come. Yeah. So she get all the credit for sure. So now you've done everything you've done in the game, but you're giving back now mm-hmm. with your AAU program, Brad, Bradley Bill Elite. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been several clips that we've seen go viral of you trying to, you know, really get these kids <laughs> ass, inspire mm-hmm. them, give them some game. But I want to ask, do you feel like they, they're understanding the game that you're trying to give them? Because, I mean, you got guys now who are, you know, future lottery picks, guys that already have played that level playing in the league now. Are they really listening when you're telling them that stuff? They are listening, and I think that's it's the, it's a beauty, but it's a frustrating thing because I have a staff in place for you guys to listen to. 
but they only listen when I come around or like when you come around, you know what I'm saying? But it shouldn't be that way because yeah. you're going to have a coach, you're going to have whoever that's going to demand a, a role for you to play and you have to be a star in that, right? And so my biggest thing is just getting kids to understand, one, you're playing on the best circuit in high school basketball, right? You're playing against some of the top talent every single weekend. Everything is paid for for you. There are kids who would just dream to be in your position. So like, don't shit on that. You know, don't shit on your opportunity of just being here. I said, take it a step further. You have an opportunity to showcase your talents and what you can do in front of Bill Self, Coach K, everybody down on down the line, right? And so to have that exposure, I had that at a young age to where I played in the same organization. But when I got older, I never had like Larry wasn't coming back around. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't, I didn't have pros coming back to our organization, giving us advice or sharing, you know, what we should do or how it's like to be a pro. Because you can go pro now out of high school. So for me, is getting kids to understand like this ain't no game. Like this is your life. This is your career, and it's only gonna take you where you take it. Mm -hmm. Nobody else is in control. Your mom, dad, nobody else is in control of it but you, right? And your approach to this is everything. They can want it, your coach can want it, I can want it for you. But if you don't have that drive to say, nah, I don't care what he ranked, I'm on his ass. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn, I'm ready to go. Like, if you don't have that mentality on a, on a weekly basis in this, in this little EYBL, you're gonna get left behind. You will get left behind. Like, I remember my group, my senior year, we were the first EYBL class. Me, Anthony Davis, Mike Gill, Chris, Austin Rivers. The class is loaded, so every week, you better lace them up or you're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. That's the difference between you getting a scholarship and you not. That's the difference between you having school paid for and not having it paid for. And so I just try to get kids to understand that, like, this is a great opportunity for y'all to have school. And your parents not have to pay for your school. And you can, I'm letting you know it's possible to be where I'm at. Well, first, like, you know, one of the BBE alum that probably took that to heart and actually listened is Darius Garland. So what does it mean for you to see Darius Garland in the league now doing what he's doing, dropping 50 pieces? It made me feel and old as hell. Yeah, yeah. It made me feel old. <laughs> like Jordan Goodwin. Jordan, I coached Jordan Goodwin, who's on our team. I've been knowing Jordan since he was 14 <laughs> years old. Yeah. And he got back up point guard. Jason, same thing. I coached Jason. Now he's an MVP candidate. Yeah, like, yeah. But Darius, that dude been special man for a long time. And I've always seen it, and it's crazy because people always like, ah, you biased, you just biased, you mm -hmm. ain't. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, he one of the shiftiest players you gonna ever see in your life. And to see where his game is at, all-star, <laughs> leading his team, max player, like it's, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. He did that, that's him. And so I'm, I'm proud of him for that because he took, all I can do is show you, mm -hmm. I can't do it for you. He took it and ran with it. I'm, I'm proud of him for that because he is killing it. He's killing you, it. Yeah, like you mentioned now, but now you got to see these dudes now. These dudes who are young, but now they're in the league. They max the, dudes. I still got to put it on. Do you take that more? Like, oh, I got I to gotta, I gotta still put him in his place, let him know what it is. I can't get these speeches and then come out. And yeah, see, yeah. You know, <laughs> I can yeah, bust my ass. No, I can't. No, 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 no. I, I still, had to do that to Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you come into the draft, right? mm -hmm. you know how the rookies are coming in, 
and I was in D.C. Just it was it's, it's summer. I'm relaxing a little bit, not really doing nothing hard. Um, and then his uh, his trainer, Edon, was like, uh, "Yo, I got a drafty that's coming in. You know, Chris Paul. He's gonna be a top five. You wanna uh, work out with him? He needs. He he wants to see how guards are in the NBA." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Cool, <laughs> right? All right. Seen him, oh little guy, right? <laughs> yeah." That, Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to run it again. We're going to run it again. We're going to run it again. When I left, I said, yo, when we get to the season, you let him know, oh, it's over. It's over for him. Like, I wasn't ready today. <laughs> oh, it's over for him. Soon as, soon as, soon as, <laughs> flat. Because <laughs> that, com- like, I didn't want that confidence. To I didn't want that confidence to, to come into the season. Now, there's one guy who really say, yo, no, nah, I'm, He's, it's over for him, and I, as soon as he, as soon as the game, like I circled, war. All right, where he, all right, forty, ah, thirty-seven. Like I, mm. I'm not. I was not. That's the one guy that when I went into a game, it was the because he had something over me. He had, he had summer. That summer coming into the draft, he had it over me, and I needed to take his confidence away yeah. early. Yeah. Like, I, that yeah. was the most, like... You had to set the time. It was yeah. a whole different game. That was like playing, like, he was like playing Michael Jordan. Like, ah, oh, God, he... Because he, if I if, if I miss shots, anything, I, that, that... Yeah, that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want that to fuel yeah. him into a whole another person over me. And I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. Chris, boy, you getting this work, brother. You getting this <laughs> you work, get it. Like, if you hear him talk, it's like, who's the, who's your hardest guard? He's like, Gilbert. Like, I'm, come on, little man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give, hey, listen, I don't care if it was triple teens, quadruple teens, I'm shooting. I was not going to let what happened in that summer, not that little speech I was trying to give him. Yeah, you know, the NBA, you know, the guards, and, yeah. and he's sitting like, nah, this nigga weak. I just busted him up. This this is all started. Just busted him up. Like, yo, I was, he hurt my feelings that day. Because That's of that, sick. I was never out of shape. The second person I, I, that happened to was the other, like, last two, last summer, Kyrie. So I, my daughter's like, oh, yeah, Kyrie's training us, him and Phil. I was like, oh, let me go show up, right? Kyrie's training, boom, boom, boom. Like, all right, what's up, Kyrie? Right? He's over there uh, getting shots up. Boom, boom, boom. Like, okay. Hey, old, hey, old timer. Hey, uh, let's have a shootout. Uh, me? Like, yeah, <laughs> three point shootout. They say you one of the best. Let's have a shootout. I was like, I right, bet. I said, like, how many shots I get warm up? He was like, none. Oh. Yeah, the I said, I no, no, he just had a full work. I can see. His. And he was like, nah. Can't get ready. You should be ready. And I'm like. Right. So you know how you try to warm it up a little bit. <laughs> he beat me by two, and then I was like, "All right, wait, come back tomorrow then." He's like, "No, I don't need to now. <laughs> I don't need to now. I'm good." He gave me the rematch. No, so you we, gotta get the rematch. Listen, before before I came here, I was like, "One of them young niggas gonna try to try me." I took a thousand shots before <laughs> I took a thousand shots just in case. Stay so, ready. Just in case, I'm gonna stay ready. Keep that clip loaded. Man, listen. <laughs> just in Look, case. Lock and loaded. They'll try you, boy. Anybody will try to get that confidence up. Yeah. Yeah. Got a couple more for you. So, you know, Victor Wimbanyama has been all the rage. You know, everybody's just, just geeking over him, saying he's one of the most coveted NBA prospects since Bron, Kareem, kind of on that level. Uh-huh. Have you got a chance to see him play at all? And what are your thoughts on his game and how it's going to translate to the NBA? I watched it a little bit. He got game. He got game. 
I want to see him in the post a little bit more. But his touch, his ability to shoot, his feel for the game, yeah. it's, it's just natural, man. And his size is, I mean, can't teach size, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the Giannis's of the world. Like, them dudes is, ain't nothing you yeah, can do with yeah. that, man. It's like, that's like Chet, when he's healthy, that's like type protege, big yeah. Vic can be. And the sky's the limit, man. Obviously, I want these guys to get a little stronger, but to be that size and skilled, put the ball on the floor, be a mismatch problem. He gonna, he gonna shock the league, but people gonna attack him too. Yeah. You know how the league works. Yeah. He looks like kind of like a, a young Giannis in terms of body build when Giannis first came in the league. But if he can put that work in, cause that's Giannis, what I worry about. You see the moves now, but- Giannis went from- Yeah, but you, you come in the league- boy, right? little boy. man and- Just, but it's, 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 if it's he can do that, then night. I mean, it's over. It's, yeah. it's still yeah. about who the player is. Like we can, you can project yeah. where a player is gonna be. You can do all this, this, this to him, but they're gonna have to put that work in because when you get to the NBA, it's about you. You know, it's, it's you now. It's it's, it's you, you know, man. you, your staff, and your willingness to get better. You know, you know, you can be the number one pick, and they have this high hopes for you, and that's, that's for real. You, you just don't pan out. <laughs> you just don't pan out. So I mean, it feels like in the league now. You know, we're seeing a changing of the guard. You know, you got Steph in year 14, Bron in year 20. Mm -hmm. Kind of some of these people used to be the faces of the league or getting replaced by the younger guys. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, in your opinion, who do you feel like is going to be the face of the NBA in the next five to seven years? Ooh. I'm biased. I always say Jason. Okay. I always say Jason. He's yeah. only 20, what, 24 right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so about 29 yet from like, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's scary to think about where he's going to be in five years. Yeah. I mean, there's so many talented guys. We got Luca. He's not fair. <laughs> He's unfair. Uh, Jaws, explosive, exciting, fan favorite. You think they wrote off Zion already? When it comes to like the face that knew. I don't know, man. Well, every time I watch his ass, man, he be dominating the game. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's gonna be, tough because. I want him to, I want, I wish his size was, I wish he was a little smaller, weight-wise. But his explosion is God. You know, they killed me, they God. killed me for a take. When I said, I said, when did the NBA, like, think weight was, like, that sounds good. You know, I was like, you know, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, 295, two, that sounds good until you get into the NBA, because in the NBA, yeah. you trying to be mobile. Yeah, right. So I said, you know, I would want him to be like a three man, you know, about 245, 250. Coming downhill, he's unguardable. Yeah. Coming downhill, yeah. you know what I mean? That, yeah. Take off 40, I know it's gonna be hard, but take off 40 pounds, you're a whole different player. Yeah. Do you but, think he loses some of that beast? I mean, you know, for him it feels like that beastliness though in that way. You got a big DND tackle coming because, at you. That's, that, but, that's what it's like. <laughs> but, it, but what I'm saying, still at 250, you're still strong as hell, but you gotta remember. He's gonna be jumping faster yeah. and stronger, lighter. Lighter, yeah. That's so, real. You know, so he's. Yeah. Think about it, look at he look at in high school. Yeah. You gotta remember he jumped higher in high school. Yeah. Look at him in Duke. He jumped higher in Duke. See. Get that weight. The beginning of the Duke when he was yeah. blocking people like, get that weight down and you hold this. I mean, he's still exploding yeah. shoes though. Even that, you know, them shoes were still. Not yeah, handling that's, that. That's the thing. It's like like looking at him now, but I really I'm really gonna pay attention to him next season. Mm -hmm. Like this season, I already missed last year. Right, give you know, him a year. let him. 
And then, you know, next season, I want to see if he drops another 15, 20 pounds because then he's going to be scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he gets paint points. He, he, yeah. you, ain't nothing you can do. Like, you know he, <laughs> you know he want to get in the paint, and he, he eating up the space. Yeah. It's crazy. I got two more questions for you, man. We, we really appreciate yeah. you. So when you look back on your career, who is that guy that you play against that brings the best out of you? Like, you know, you circle it on the schedule. Mm. Like, I'm going to have to work for this 30. It's not just going to be an easy light 30. It's going to be some work put in for this one. Oh, that's tough. Because that always, the, <laughs> score, the score side of me always say, he going to laugh. I, nobody makes me miss. Like, okay. I miss because I miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, so, but dudes do make it challenging. So I would say, I always say Marcus because I've, I've played Marcus, so many, Marcus Smart so many times in my career. It's always a constant battle with him. I never got Tony Allen in Memphis. Oh, you never got Tony? I never got Tony. But. It, same. <laughs> They're the same. It's, um, it's, all, they, they, it's like principle. So they do a lot of guessing. Like Tony, Tony is a guess guy. Right where he's trying to like, so he watches all your moves. Mm-hmm. So like, like the normal defense, what you would see, like, all right, I took a shot. He challenges right. stuff like that. Like you'll go by him. He'll come from behind, man. Make you like, <laughs> like you sitting like, wait, <laughs> like so he makes you change your shot because he just played like here. You'll blow by him, do a step back, and he just jump backwards like that. And it's just it's all just this, yeah. it's just all this awkward <laughs> defense that made him good, and he just always kept coming. I always say Boston defenders, man, because they. Like Avery Bradley, when we first, we talked about this yesterday, that's funny you asked that. Avery Bradley, when we first got in the league, was one of the craziest defenders we I ever seen. Mm. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> I wish he would cross this ball over. 94 feet too. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you get off the bus, I'm guarding you. Mm. Like that's, that's, that's how Avery Bradley was. Yeah, that's my toy. I would say him, Marcus. To ain't, ain't, ain't too many uh, other teams. It's like the players that like people would think like, how about Clay? You're like, mm, nah, he doesn't bother me. He doesn't bother my. <laughs> like I, when Bruce Bowen, like it was Bruce Bowen, and I, but Larry was a different. That, that don't bother yeah, like, me. They're good defenders. Yeah. I don't take that away from them, but I feel like I can just really score this thing. <laughs> oh, right? yeah, you can make it tough. That's cool, but I'm gonna make a tough jumper, tough bucket. So, so last one for you. When you were young, you and your dad had a slogan: "Hungry for more." Mm-hmm. I used to say it to each other all the time. So I want to know now, what are you hungry for? To win. Win a championship. Win, 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 win. That's what I'm hungry for. I feel like I've accomplished I've accomplished a lot. I'm sure I can score. I'm sure I can be an all-star, all-NBA. I feel like I got snubbed so many times that they don't even <laughs> interest me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know it feels more like a popularity so, contest, yeah, man. So many times, yeah, I mean, yeah. they ain't even exciting no more. Who's so more just, popular, you know what I mean? Because you look at the numbers, there's no, and this is something that we deal with all the time with, with talking to fans and shit. It's like, if you're not going to get Bradley Bill's love, like, I can't really have a conversation with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's win, it's win, man. And show that I can win and be a winner. Um, and I know that's not easy and that's kind of vague, but. Win, man. It's, it's a simple recipe. It's simple, man. Well, Bradley, we appreciate you taking the time, man. We it's know you love. middle of the season, you really gave us this opportunity to come pull up on you and, and do this. So we're super thankful for you. 
This has been a man, another, your, your little man's back there quiet. Yeah, yeah, right. They yes. are quiet. Mine, like, mine would have been all in the video, like, yeah. hey y'all. This is the first time ever. They ain't never been this quiet. <laughs> it's two sons that y'all can't see. They, they behind there on the iPads. They ain't made no noise man. whatsoever this whole time. Uh, that, man, that's real. That's, yeah, they, yeah. they looking fresh in the Jays too. They the matching <laughs> outfits, but it's been another episode of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon.